0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1959. Step off the treadmill by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, and welcome back to our weekly bonus episode. This is where I share an episode from another podcast in our network, an article that can also improve your life in some way. And today's comes from Optimal Finance Daily. You can find that show wherever you're listening to this. So with that, here's Diana reading for you and her commentary as we optimize your life.
1: Step Off the Treadmill by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. The financial firm UBS publishes a quarterly report called Investor Watch that analyzes investor behavior. One of these reports has remained on my mind since publication in 2015. The report is called, When is Enough Enough? Why the Wealthy Can't Get Off the Treadmill. The premise is that more than half, 52% of millionaires surveyed for the report feel like they're stuck on a treadmill and can't get off without giving up their family's lifestyle. Ambition, keeping up with the Joneses, and the desire to send their kids to the best colleges all add to the anxiety. 63% of survey respondents said that one major setback, like a job loss or market crash, would significantly impact their lifestyle. When success and income increases, people tend to increase their spending and consumption. This is often referred to as a lifestyle creep in money blogging parlance. Fancier new car, more frequent visits to the city's top restaurants, a bigger house, country club membership, diamond necklace, etc. Avoiding lifestyle creep is one of the most important factors when chasing financial independence. Do you feel like you're on a treadmill? Sometimes I feel as though we're on a treadmill. More accurately, when we move to the suburbs to start a family, it's like we sort of inadvertently stumbled onto it but we didn't realize it until we were on a level five incline living on one income. Mortgage, preschool tuition, the minivan, broken appliances, saving for college, summer camps, sports teams and the like drain our bank account with regularity. Most other times I know the well-lit path is clear right in front of me. We're taking productive strides every day up the steep path to financial independence. After navigating all the above expenses and more, we still manage to save about 40 to 50% of our income every month after we change it up. That doesn't come easy. We make sacrifices every day. Knowing about financial independence and being financially literate are important life skills I probably take for granted. For many, not knowing the basics about finance is a recipe for perpetual money mediocrity. And mediocrity with money is normal. The Hedonic Treadmill. Not mentioned in the article is the hedonic treadmill, also called hedonic adaptation. The Wikipedia entry defines it succinctly, Quote, the observed tendency of humans to quickly return to a relatively stable level of happiness despite major positive or negative events or life changes. According to this theory, as a person makes more money, expectations and desires rise in tandem which results in no permanent gain in happiness, end quote. Life's ups and downs will lift and punch your spirit, but most humans remain at a constant level of happiness. So even as mom receives promotion after promotion and eventually becomes an SVP, she's likely no happier than when she was a lowly associate. Her family has a pair of luxury European cars now, and the kids love the new private school, her two carat diamond stun earrings are beautiful and the house is finally spacious enough to contain all the stuff they've accumulated over the past decade. But mom is still working and it all goes away if she stops. Maybe she loves the work. The UBS survey also asked the same millionaires what they would do differently if they only had five more years to live. 87% said they would change things. Which presumably means only 13% would continue to work. Here's what they'd do differently 64% said they'd travel more. 61% said they'd spend more time with family. 44% said they'd retire. And my favorite, 37% said they'd be a better person. 28% said they'd enjoy the finer things in life. 36% said they would spend more time on passions. And 3% That they would work harder to provide for my family. Perhaps a shortened lifespan directs our attention to what is most important. The hedonic treadmill theory tells us that we should be pursuing what makes us happy, which is a different end goal than money and success. Pursue what makes you happy. Writing about money and investing on the internet doesn't make me an expert. I'm far from perfect, having made plenty of financial mistakes over the years and probably making some in the present. I often feel conflicted about needs versus wants and the desire for nicer stuff, a bigger home and more frequent meals at the top restaurants in DC. I'm not as frugal as I once was. I want a decent lunch today, so I'm going to spend $10 instead of eating a $2 lean cuisine and a fiber one bar that gives me gas. But even with an occasional splurge on lunch or a decent vacation, we can still achieve our financial independence and early retirement goals. We're on the right path despite having more mouths to feed and living in the suburbs surrounded by the temptations of luxury cars, private educations for our kids, and world-class dining. As we pursue early retirement, the key is to stay away from the same treadmill millionaires find themselves stuck on by keeping our lifestyle in check and investing spare cash instead of spending it. Become the millionaire next door, if you will. Then eliminate what makes us unhappy such as full-time work, commuting, toxic people, and pursue what makes us ultra happy, and do more of that. For the millionaires in the survey, it's never too late. But the deeper entrenched in their lifestyle, the greater the pressure to maintain the high standard of living they have established for their families, whom they value above all else. Without a drastic lifestyle change, the treadmill millionaires will end up working to age 65 and beyond. Step off the treadmill. Quote The secret of happiness, you see, is not found in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy less. Socrates. Maybe you're not a millionaire yet, but if you've read enough about investing in early retirement and you're persistent, there's a good chance you will be someday. Inflation should help too. To get there, you'll need to earn more, spend less, and invest the surplus. I call this the triforce of wealth, for all you Zelda fans out there. Building wealth is simple, but not easy. Beware of the treadmill, especially in the critical stages of your life, such as marriage, having kids, and in your peak earning years. It sneaks up on you, disguised as the American dream. If one day you wake up and realize you're stuck, step off, Step off spectacularly by moving, selling your cars, and dropping the golf club membership right away. A total 180. Or step off more gradually. Start by identifying the pressure points in your life that make you unhappy and eliminate them as soon as possible. Then instead of spending your hard-earned money on short-term shopping highs and five-star hotels, keep your money and invest it. Picture what would make you supremely happy in 5 or 10 years and redirect your attention toward that. Make sacrifices today to achieve that vision. You just listened to the post titled Step Off the Treadmill by Craig Stevens of RetireBeforeDad.com We're driven
0: by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: This article reminded me of one of my favorite quotes from the Mr. Money Mustache blog. He states that luxury is a weakness. I take that one step further and say that it's not enough to not buy all those fancy luxuries. To really avoid lifestyle creep, you need to train your brain to not desire those things. It's a difficult task. We're conditioned from a very early age to be good consumers. So it does take a deep mindset shift to rebel against that. Reading articles like this and reminding myself that the happiness fancy stuff promises is an illusion helps me keep my consumerist brainwashing in check. Research has shown that after enough income to meet basic human needs and some luxuries, there are diminishing returns to having more. I found in my own life, happiness comes from relationships and surrounding myself with people that inspire me. It comes from creative expression, resourcefulness, and flexibility around how I use my time. It comes from prioritizing self care and personal development. I now see my satisfaction with having and needing less in terms of luxuries as a superpower. And I'll point out that it is so much easier to pare back the lifestyle creep when it's a choice versus if you lose your source of income and it becomes a necessity. There is a sense of freedom and confidence that comes from a minimalist lifestyle. I feel ready for whatever life throws at me. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.